Hi, and welcome to the Horizon Church podcast. Horizon Church is a Christ-centred, Word-based and Spirit-led church. We are so happy to bring this week's message to you. And on behalf of our pastors, Brad and Ali Bonhomme and the Horizon Church team, we pray it's a blessing to you. It's great to share on Anzac Day. The ode, this, this, this message is a very simple message, but sometimes the simplest message is the most profound. Have you ever found that? I'm going to read the ode. I think that's how you pronounce it. They shall, grow, they shall grow not old, as we that are left grow old. Age shall not weary them, nor the years condemn. At the going down of the sun and in the morning, we will remember them, lest we forget. We will remember them, lest we forget. The message title, if you are taking notes, is Lest We Forget. I want to talk about gratitude today. Come on, let's pray. Father God, we stand before You tonight and we just open our hearts. We open the deep, deep recesses of our hearts and we just pray that You would, we don't even pray that You would, we, we actually welcome You in. Holy Spirit, come into our hearts, change us from the inside, renew us, give us a heart of gratitude, a heart of thankfulness a heart of joy, a heart of prayer. Well, I thank you for everyone here who are visiting. Maybe they've walked into the church for the first time. Maybe they're just coming and check it out. Lord we, Lord, we thank you for them and we just pray a blessing on them. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Lest we forget. I'm guilty of forgetting things. I'm a little bit forgetful. Now I blame... I blame rugby. In rugby, I've had a few too many concussions. And so I just like use that as an excuse. One time I had two concussions quite close together, like two weeks apart. And it sent me for a six. It actually wasn't very good. I was like, months later, I was still getting head spins when I was walking up staircases and stuff. So yeah, there's probably a medical thing there. Um, but I'll blame that for my forgetfulness. When I'm at home, I'll be downstairs and I'll be in the kitchen. I'll be like, I need some scissors. And I think, okay, all the stationery is up in Roman's room. So I'll walk up the stairs and I'll go to get the scissors. And I'll look at the fish tank and I'll look at the wall. And I'll look at the fish tank and I'll be thinking, oh no, I've done it again. Why am I here? Why am I here? What did I come up here for? What did I come up here for? Ugh. And Fiona will hear groaning in Roman's room, you know, and she's probably thinking, oh, he's forgotten what he's doing again. I'll go back downstairs and I'll walk around in circles and be like, that's right, the scissors. I don't know if you do that around the house. What about at church? One of, our, one of my jobs I love to do is be on the doors or on the welcome team. You know where I'm going with this. And, and as a welcome team... You know, I remember hearing Pastor Brad in passing, he said, he said, the sweetest sound in the world is the sound of your name. But I have a trouble with forgetting, remembering people's names. So in the welcome team, you're like, welcome to church, it's so great to see you. Now what you don't say, 101, okay, welcome to team 101, you don't say, are you new? Okay, you don't say that because that's presumptive. They could have been here for 5, 10, 15, 20, 25 years, 72 years reality they could have been here for. 
So you don't say, are you new? But you say, you know, I've been coming for a while or I haven't seen you or whatever you say. But, and, and so you say, you introduce your name and then you introduce and you ask, you know, what's your name? And they might say, um, my name's Meg. And, um, and, and, and the, the problem is that usually when they're telling me their name, I'm thinking about what I'm going to be saying next. And so then we're in mid-conversation. What do you do? How long have you been coming for? And, and I'm stuck in this place of going, oh, I didn't get their name. I've forgotten their name. And so we go back and I say, I'm so sorry. I didn't, I, I, I forgot your name. What's your name again? And they say, my name's Meg. And I, I just, I, sometimes I don't listen to the second time and it's just embarrassing and it's too late. It's too late. You just got to stop there. It's terrible. It's too late. <laughs> Anzac Day uh, is such a wonderful day to celebrate uh, as a serviceman. We moved, I moved to Sydney in about 2007 and for years we would march in the CBD. And it was so exciting. It would always be so exciting to get together because you get together with your ship, you get together with your establishment, you see friends you haven't seen before and you're all, you're all come out and you form up. So they form up in a squad, all lined up, and then you organise yourself in heights, so from the tallest to the shortest, and they make it all try to look neat and pretty for present, presentation purposes for the public. And so we're all lined up and, and then off we go. We're about to march and, it's, and you start off so well. You're so grateful. You're so thankful and you, and you, and you launch off and you hear, the, you hear the drums. And then you go, so, and then you go, quick, march. And then you go, march. Now, let me teach you a little bit about marching. Let's teach you about marching. Has anyone ever heard of square gating? You have. Good. You have this morning, yes. All right, so a normal way to march is, okay, right foot forward and left arm back, okay? So you, so you, so you take off. Square gating, it is so funny when someone square gates because um, they, they, never, they never live it down. But it's so funny when so they take off, but they... <laughs> It happens often. They take off, but instead of going right foot forward, left arm back, they go, same. <laughs> oh, it's so good when someone square gates. It usually happens when they get an award. They're like, sir! And then they're like, <laughs> and everyone just loses it. It is, it is, it is so funny. When I was, um, when I was 18, I told you about joining the Navy, getting baptised, giving my life. On the same chapel as the chaplain got up and sort of presented what he did was these beautiful stained glass windows. On the stained glass windows were often pictures of ships, old ships that have sort of gone and um, decommissioned by now. And underneath it had writing and it said, dedicated to the glory of God and in memory of HMAS, Parramatta or Arunta or Sydney or whatever the name, ship's name would be. And so there's many of these stained glasses. And I decided that at 18, I was dedicated to glorifying God. I was giving my whole life to Him. So what do you do when you want to mark something and remember it? 
You get a tattoo. Anyone got a tattoo? I mean, I, I don't know if you're against tattoos, and I'm sorry if you are, but I've got one. And so I got a tattoo as a, as a mark of remembrance. And, and so I, I got a piece of paper and I put it up against the stained glass window. I traced it and I took it to a tattoo artist and I got it tattooed. Okay, 18. I was fit as a fiddle, probably the fittest I've ever been. I got it tattooed across the bottom of my stomach, <laughs> underneath my belly button. Now, that didn't tell me that life happens and you get older. At 18, I wasn't thinking about becoming a father and getting issued a dad body or a dad bod. And so today, I don't know what my tattoo says. It either, I mean, it's up to interpretation. It either says, go you good thing, or it says, go the rabbitos. But I don't even go for the rabbitos, so that's a problem. So I'm going to go for, go you good thing. So often we start out so strong. We even do things to make us remember, but in the middle we forget. And as we're marching, through the city on, on Anzac days, you get to the middle of the march and it's actually a long way to march. You get to the middle and your feet are hurting, everyone's out of step, you're frustrated and you so easily forget. You forget why you're marching, you forget why you started because you're in the middle of it all. So what about you? Is forgetfulness something only I wrestle with or is it something that you do too? What do you take for granted? It might be nothing. I mean, you're grateful for everything. There might be one thing you take for granted. There might be many things you take for granted. Maybe you take everything for granted. I don't know where you are today. So are you... Grateful or are you ungrateful? What are you grateful for? When we forget, we can lose perspective. What about the, what about the great life that we have in this country? We've got, we've got it so good in Australia. Some of you here are more than likely from another country and, and you've moved to Australia and you can appreciate how Fantastic, we have it in Australia. I mean, the simple things like waking up, clear air, having breakfast, so many choices. Should see our kids, how many choices they have. And Bo's like, oh, it's hard to feed kids in the morning. <laughs> I'm not, I won't go there, but it's, it's hard. It's hard. But we have, we have a hot shower, hot and cold water. We have a flushing toilet. We have a roof over our heads. We have... Food, and if we don't have food, there's places we can get food. We've got it so good in Australia. We are so well off and we're so thankful. There are so many places in the world where it's not as, we, they don't have what we have. And they're all the light things. I mean, we're not even being persecuted. We're not being put in jail. We can freely express our faith. We can freely live. We can freely worship. We can freely meet in church. 
I guess I'm here today to remind you to be grateful and to be thankful for what we get. The Apostle Paul writes in a letter to the Thessalonians with a great encouragement. He gives them three spiritual ways to live marked as followers of Jesus. 1 Thessalonians 5 verse 16 says, Rejoice always, pray continually, give thanks in all your circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. In the message paraphrase, this is what he says. Is in the same thing, it says, be cheerful no matter what. Pray all the time. Thank God no matter what happens. This is the way God wants you who belong to Christ Jesus to live. To, to embody a life of joy, prayer and gratitude is to do the will of God and to please God. So here we have three things. I'm going to go through them. A heart that is joyful, a heart that is prayerful and a heart that is grateful. Number one, a heart that is joyful. Rejoice always. Rejoice. Be glad. How often? Not sometimes, not often, but always. Rejoice always. Be joyful. Joy is the one of the main markers of us, us as Christians. Have you ever bumped into someone with joy in their heart, not knowing them. Have you ever been a Target or something or somewhere like a shopping centre and you've bumped into someone and they've, they've got so much joy in their lives that you've walked away and you've thought, oh, they've got to be a Christian. <laughs> Paul here is talking about a stable, deep-rooted joy given by the Holy Spirit. It's not this thing that we try to foster up or do 10 star jumps and, and build up or it's not a joy that we try to, try to force. It's this deep, deep overflow from a grateful heart. You are joy and you bring joy and the Christian life was never meant to be easy but it has always meant to be joyous. So a heart that is joyful, always at all times. Number two, a heart that is prayerful, continuously. Pray continually. How often? Continually. Pray. Be prayerful. Pray and do not give up. Prayer changes things. Colossians 3.15 says this. It says, let the, let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, since as members of one body you are called to peace, and be thankful. Let the message of Christ dwell among you richly as you teach and admonish one another with wisdom through psalms, hymns, and songs from the Spirit, singing to God with gratitude in our hearts. And whatever you do, whether in word or deed, do it all in the name of the Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to, the, to God the Father through Him. Pray continuously. Prayer can turn your sorrow into joy. Prayer is how we surrender to the Lord and express our utter dependence on Him. One theologian says this, it says, It is not in the moving of our lips, but in the elevation of the heart to God that the essence of prayer consists. Prayer, pray always. It is not in that we are constantly with our lips, with our words, just all day praying. That's not what they're saying. 
Because that's impractical. How can you order coffee if you're praying all the time? But it is a walk, right? It's a disposition of prayer. It is waking up in the morning with, with prayer in your hearts and prayer in your mind and it's walking out the door with, with a prayerful step and it's walking into the workplace, it's walking to university, it's walking into your life and through your life with prayer, a spirit of prayer, fully dependent on God, aware of His presence and yielding ourselves continually to do His will heart that is joyful always, a heart that is prayerful continuously, and number three, a heart that is grateful in all circumstances. Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Now just on that, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. This is God's will. This is God's will. Those three things he's referring to, joyful, prayerful, and grateful. That is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Right now we're focused on grateful. I prayed the other night. I said, I said, God, there's so many things I could focus on. What do you want me to focus on for, for us this Anzac Day? One, one word came up, grateful. What are you grateful for? What does it look like to be thankful, grateful, to give thanks in all? in all circumstances. Now watch this. Paul does not say to give thanks for all circumstances. What does he say? To give thanks in all circumstances. In the midst of your suffering, in the midst of your pain, in the midst of your heartache, he's with you. You can be thankful, grateful, and give thanks in those times for He is with you and you can trust in Him. These are not optional secondary characteristics of the Christian existence, but stand at the centre of God's plan for His people in Christ Jesus. I want to give you a framework that's, I guess it's helped me when it comes to my life and and to remain in a, in, a, in, a, in a stature, in a perspective of being grateful. It's the story of Job. Has anyone read the story of Job? Job's the man. He's got everything. He was blameless. He was upright. He feared God. He had, it says he had seven sons and three daughters. He had thousands of livestock and heaps of wealth says he was the greatest man among all the people of the earth, of the East. And so the story goes that God has a chat to Satan and, and, and God allows Satan to take everything from him. I want to highlight how Job responds. When he finds out for the first time that Job lost everything, he says this, it says this, it says, At this, Job got up and tore his robe and shaved his head and then he fell to the ground in worship and he said, Naked I come from my mother's womb and naked I will depart. The Lord gave and the Lord has taken away. May the name of the Lord be praised. In all this, Job did not sin again by charging God with wrongdoing. 
If you can get that perspective, I believe it sets you up for life because it's this understanding. I came into the world with nothing. I leave the world with nothing. So for everything that I have, I'm grateful to God. I'm so grateful to God for everything I have. He's given me everything that, everything that I am, everything, every, everything, everything that I have, everything that I am. When we understand that we come into the world like that and we leave with nothing, then what is there to complain about? Even in the suffering. Joyful always, prayerful continuously, grateful in all circumstances. I want you in the next seven days to be, to be mindful of this. Recognise perhaps how God's changed your heart, perhaps where there's areas that might be ungrateful, unappreciative, a little bit familiar. Where is that? You might, be, you, might be, you might be saying something to God like, God, you've created me. You've made me. You've knit me together in my mother's womb. Thank you for who I am, for who you've made me to be. What about something as simple as thank you for that I'm alive? Thank you for today. So as you go about your days this week, I want you to remember the, the, the time on Anzac Day when the Navy sailor got, got up and told me to be grateful. I hope you look back on today. I hope you look back on this message and you remember to be joyful, prayerful and grateful. When life doesn't go to plan, when you get a bad diagnosis, when an accident or a tragedy strikes, you have this deep, strong, resounded disposition of gratitude to God that holds you strong through those times. Can you imagine a church of people? Can you imagine us as Horizon Church if we all took this on? if we all walked about our days and walked about our weeks and walked about our society, can you imagine Elliot Cafe? <laughs> I mean, we're all there all the time, let's be honest. Wow, this place is amazing. Everyone's joyful, everyone's prayerful, everyone's got a pep in their step. They're always so thankful and grateful. What about the crossing that's just there? When you walk across and you see the car stop, Thank you so much for stopping. There from Horizon Church, I knew it. You're joyful, thankful, and prayerful. I was, one of the things that I'm so grateful for is my salvation. It changed my whole life. I was lost when I was 17, 16. I roamed around 
trying to find acceptance, tried to find it in other things and none of it fitted. None of it gave me that, that deep sense of belonging and value that I have in Christ. What about you today? If you're honest with me, maybe you're searching. Maybe you're looking for that thing that's here to give you value and maybe you're looking for something that you're kind of sick of the perpetual rigmarole of life and you just need something like God. So we describe it as the God void, right? That only God can fill that void. So right now I want to give you an opportunity to pray a prayer Maybe here you're visiting, someone brought you along. I'm going I'm to lead you in a prayer in a, in a minute to be able to give your life to Jesus. And can I just say, like, I, w- I wasn't like a teenager that, you know, I, how do I put this? It wasn't like, a, like I was having fun. It wasn't like I needed God. Like I wasn't doing bad what I thought. But when I found Jesus, everything changed. And what I realised what He is the one thing that I was looking for. And tonight I believe He's the one thing that you are looking for. So come on, let's pray. I'm going to lead you in a prayer right now. Why don't everyone close their eyes, bow their heads and repeat after me. Dear Jesus Christ, I believe in you. Come into my heart and be my saviour. I receive your forgiveness, love and complete acceptance. I am now set free from my past. I am now a child of God. Now, before you open your eyes, before everyone open their eyes, if anyone did pray that prayer, Do you mind just quickly, I'm the only one looking around, do you mind just quickly give me a little wave and just give give me a little wave and I'll acknowledge you and then you can put your hand down. Thank you. I see that hand up there. Thank you. Fantastic. Fantastic. I'm going to pray for you. Is there anyone else who did pray that prayer? Great. I'm going to pray for you right now. Father God, we thank you so much for tonight. Lord, we are grateful. We are grateful for salvation tonight. Lord, that may you, may you make a mark on that, that amazing decision tonight that they, would, that they would find your joy, that they would live a life of prayer and, and discover the beauty of prayer by the Holy Spirit. And may they be truly thankful for tonight and for what you have done in them. Lord, we thank you in advance for great decisions made tonight. In Jesus' mighty name, Amen. Amen. Thanks for listening to this week's message. For more info about Horizon Church, please visit our website at hz.church. Have a fantastic day and we hope to see you again soon.